What a wild night in the NBA draft for the Celtics. Brad Stevens, I think, just made another trade for a second-round pick. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about who Jordan Walsh is. And Brad Stevens talks about Marcus Smart. It's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Hilario B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast every Monday through Friday, dropped directly to your favorite podcasting app. So make sure you are subscribed. Do the same thing on YouTube. Watch me there. Hop into the comments section, ring the bell so you know when a video is dropping. I'm John Corrales. I used to play. Now I'm writing and talking and covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And today's show is about the NBA draft where the Celtics ended up picking up Jordan Walsh. And uh, I'll talk about that in the second segment. Brad Stevens, very late, 2 a.m. press conference, uh, talking about that, talking about Marcus Smart. Lots of Marcus Smart questions. Uh, talk about that in the third segment. But let's just run down. I'll spend the first segment because I think I might need the whole first segment to kind of just run down the craziness of this of this draft. And, and my first question to to Brad was about the plan. What was the plan here? Did you because the Celtics came in with the first overall pick, and I mean I'm sorry, the first overall pick. What am I saying? The 25th overall pick in the first round. Uh, they came in with a first round pick and it looked like Brad Stevens was about to make his first ever first round pick. In fact, he joked at, at, at the press conference. He said, one of these days I'll make a first round pick. might not be for a while though. Uh, so 25 ends up getting traded. So I asked him, did somebody come off the board at 23 or 24 and you pivoted or was this always the plan? Uh, and he said it was more about we had a list of guys that we were really comfortable with. The guy we ended up getting was on that list. And so for us, when the offers came in to continue to build up our assets and restock some of those that we've lost over the years, it made sense. And, okay, yeah, I get it. it Brad acknowledged this, and uh, it, it's, I think, so, something that I've definitely been talking about. Second-round picks have become much more valuable in the new collective bargaining agreement. And they've become much more valuable in recent years. Like the last trade deadline became the, the year of the second round pick. It, it, it takes like five or six second round picks. You, you can actually get a player now with a bunch of those picks. Uh, first round picks are, are starting to change as far as their importance and, and their, their value. So Steven said, Hey, we're going to start moving down. They went from 25 they got to 31 and then 31 became 34 and 36. And I'm going to, I'm going to lose track. Uh, then th there, 
subsequent trades where it basically ended up being four second round picks and Jordan Walsh. So the first, the first round pick, the 25th overall pick ultimately became a player and four overall picks. Here's the rundown. Ready? Take notes. Not if you're driving though. Here's the rundown of the picks that they have. They have Dallas's second round pick next season. They have the best of Detroit's Golden State's or Washington's 2025 second round pick. They have the best of Minnesota's, New Orleans, New York's, or Portland's 2026 second round pick. And they have Atlanta's 27 second round pick outright. So that's where they are. They they have we'll we'll see which of those teams in 2025 ends up being the worst. It might end up being Washington, but you know, might end up being Golden State the way if they age out. Regardless, the Celtics will have four second round picks. And they acknowledged that the, getting those picks was was valuable to them. Uh, it was kind of wild to see Brad just continue to trade and, and, and make move after move after move. Uh, the In fact, let me see. There, there might be a path here. The Celtics, here we go. I, I think I have it. Uh, they acquired the 31st pick and two future round picks from Detroit in exchange for 25. Then they acquired 34 and 39 from Charlotte in exchange for the 31st pick. Then they had the 38th pick and a future Dallas second. That's that that pick in exchange for wait second round pick from Sacramento. Yeah, in exchange for the for 34. And then they got a second round future second round pick in Atlanta for that 39th pick. So they ended up. It's the 38th pick that ended up becoming Jordan Walsh. And at this point, who knows what they're going to do with Walsh. It feels like there's the potential for him to, um, I I think it's going to take a a little time for him to develop. You don't fall to 38 if you're going to be an immediate contributor. But Walsh is, uh, going to get some opportunity here to, to develop. I think one of the things that they're going to allow him to do is maybe get on a two-way deal. And I think that's, I think it's a good starting point, a two-way deal, a developmental project, and you allow him to show you what he's got. And from there you move to, uh, the next steps, and if you, if for some reason you want to upgrade him after, you know, in the course of a year, great. But then you can figure out after a year, what, what do you really have? So who is this guy? Who is Jordan Walsh? I'll talk about him next. First, today's show brought to you by bird dogs. Bird dogs are shorts that are going to make you feel good, uh, look good, uh, be able to run around town and, their their versatility versatility is going to make you kind of get you to a point where you, you don't even have to wear another pair of shorts. Basically, you wake up in the morning, it's summer, Saturday's coming up. You can put these on, you can go play around a round of golf. 
You can go play some tennis. You can do whatever you want. You can do some yard work. Then you can just hop right into the pool or go to the beach with them on. Then you come out, you dry off. They look so good. You can go grab drinks afterwards. Maybe you're going on a date. You can still wear the same bird dogs. That's how versatile they are. And the way they're cut, they make your legs look great. Hey, guys, guys care about that stuff too, because you want to show off a little bit. If you go to birddogs.com slash lockdown NBA, you're going to get a free Yeti style tumbler with your purchase. So go to birddogs.com slash lockdown NBA. You get a Yeti style tumbler with your order. Yeti, uh, that, that tumbler, uh, goes great with the shorts because you can uh, head to that backyard party. You can grab your tumbler. It'll keep your drink hot. If you're drinking a hot drink, but more likely you're drinking a cold drink. It's going to keep it cold. Uh, Get yourself the bird dogs, man. They, they look good. They feel good. They're softer. They stretch. Uh, they have anti-sweat, anti-stink wicking fabric. Keeps you cool and dry all day. You get that tumbler at birddogs.com slash lockdown NBA. Can't miss it. You're never going to want to take these things off. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Uh, go check out the Lockdown NBA podcast after this. They're going to have a full reaction to the draft, all the big stories, all the fun stories. Um, and I think that's going to be uh, a great way to get kind of caught up on everything. Uh, so who is Jordan Walsh? Uh, Jordan Walsh uh, drafted. Hold on one second. <laughs> as I lose a uh, lose my tab. Uh, Jordan Walsh. Uh, is a defensive menace. Arkansas uh, freshman. He is six six. He's got like a seven and seven foot two wingspan. Uh, he's he's a guy that when you start running down the uh, measurements and his abilities, you say, "Huh, that kind of describes the guy they just traded away in Marcus Smart." Now, obviously. He's not Marcus Smart, right? He's not. We don't know what the IQ is. We don't know what the intangibles are. But to hear people talk about Jordan Walsh um, and what he's able to do, there's, I think, uh, explosive athlete comes up, uh, relentless comes up. People talk about what he's able to do defensively. Um, Brad Stevens said, quote, he has a special ability laterally with his wingspan to swallow people up defensively. He really creates havoc with his arms and with his energy and with his ability to move his feet. So he's going to come in and immediately be an NBA level defender. He's immediately going to be uh, a guy that if you throw him into Maine with the, with the, I keep wanting to say red claws with the Maine Celtics he's going to show you some defensive ability. Can he develop that feel for the game? Can he develop that, uh, an offensive side of the game? Uh, that's yet to be determined, but the consensus on Walsh is tremendous athlete, uh, tremendous defender, an absolute monster defensively, a complete lunatic on the floor, willing to do anything it takes to, to win. And that's, that's a hell of a start. When I talk about finding 
these second round gems, I've talked about getting this exact kind of guy. I've talked about getting uh, a a a guy with a um, an elite kind of skill, and and this skill for Walsh is elite. He's a guy that has um, if he's an NBA level defender coming right out of college, then that's an elite skill. Now the other stuff is something that you teach. So can you take him from where he is now and turn him into something that can blossom as a player in the NBA? He's slight, slight of build, we'll say. And Brad says he'll get knocked down a few times because he's he's probably not strong enough to handle the NBA just yet. So uh, he'll pack some pounds onto that frame and will uh, hopefully get, get bigger and stronger and that won't mess with his, his athleticism and his ability to defend. Uh, in fact, it should enhance his ability to defend. The knock on him is the same knock that was on Marcus Smart which was he's he can't quite shoot well enough. His numbers weren't great uh, all, throughout college and uh, afterwards here. Uh, but Brad Stevens says, quote, he's a better shooter. Uh, we've had him in twice for workouts. He's just getting better and better. I always thought his touch looked good, uh, but he looked hesitant at times. So I think over time he'll become a really good shooter who has the athleticism to finish and drive closeouts. He'll be ahead on the defensive end from the start. That's, I think, I think for the 38th overall pick, that's a nice player to pick up. Can they turn him into a 40% three-point shooter? Then he'd be an elite three and D guy. Can he eventually round out his game to be a ball handler and distributor? That's the absolute best case scenario, in which case if they did, if he does, then the Celtics will have found a really strong um, gem, a diamond in the rough, a potential steal in this draft. You, you hear guys like, um, you know, j just NBA experts in general uh, talking about his abilities and, and they, they call him a first round talent defensively. It's the offense that drags him down. And look, with a 7-3 wingspan, he's he he does have that ability. If you, you can't get by him. If, if he can be a, a strong perimeter defender, he won't he won't come in the first year and make an impact. But the way the two ways work now, if he does get on a two-way, um he, it, it gives him 50 games and a lot of NBA opportunity and a lot of time to, to come up and try to go like, he'll, he'll come in and guard Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in training camp. He'll get a very quick taste of what it's like to defend in the NBA elite offensive players. Uh, the discussion that you see online when it comes to Walsh, some of the analysts, they talk about how he's ready to defend anybody, anybody, not just college players or the, you know, whatever players he's faced in you know, other camps and whatever. Um, he's 
a guy that's ready to defend at an NBA level. So does he become a 6'6 Marcus Smart? Who knows? That would certainly soften the blow. Uh, if he's an elite defender who who can develop a, a shot, a more consistent shot, it definitely becomes uh, a lot more palatable to, to rely on him and to, you know, or, or not rely on him to, sorry, it's four in the morning. Some of my words aren't coming out right now. Uh, it would make it more palatable to, to deal with the loss of Marcus Smart if you can turn to him for some of that uh, in key moments of games. Then, it, it, and who knows, maybe he can be something or somebody that you can turn to maybe he can make an immediate impact even as a two-way player just in moments where he's available uh the celtics maybe shorthanded maybe they're resting somebody maybe it's just uh garbage time he can come in and show you something and, or, or or maybe you know may, maybe tatum sprains an ankle like he did in uh, game seven and and you say, Oh God, where are we going to go defensively? We need, we need a stop. Let's just throw the crazy maniac out there and see if he can get a stop. That's what Jordan Walsh is right now. And, and who knows what he can develop into, but it seems like the type of player where if he has an elite defensive skill and that quickness, and he just needs to develop some smoothness and develop a body and develop an offensive game, that's stuff that can happen over time in the NBA. So it's a nice, it's a nice swing for the Celtics. And I'm perfectly fine with them taking 25, that 25th overall pick and turning it into a potential prospect here and four second round picks. I'm fine with that. 25th overall pick. It, it's people have been coming at me saying, Oh, that's a, that's a potential rotation player. Like, that that 25th overall pick and second rounders there's not really much talent difference between them so i think oh and the other thing is that the celtics potentially uh have opened up uh their five million dollar taxpayer mid-level which by making all of these moves and not having the uh that that uh cap hold for the first round pick they have the ability to maybe add somebody at the taxpayer mid-level for $5 million. It's not nothing. It's more than the minimum. So somebody out there, maybe they can find somebody who can help. Uh, or maybe they save it, pocket it, and, and during the course of the season, something comes up where they can do that. I don't know. But they, they have another option. It's not just them being cheap. It's not just them kicking the can down the road. There's, there's a method to the madness there. All right, Brad Stevens also addressed Marcus Smart. I'll talk about what he said about Marcus next. First, today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is daily. I'm sorry, Game Time app is uh, last-minute tickets to whatever event that you want to go to. Uh, sporting event, Red Sox game, last-second Red Sox game, WNBA game, maybe. Uh, whatever it is that you want to go to, maybe you're just going to a comedy show, a th uh, the theater, uh, a concert. If you don't know what you want to do this weekend, hey, this is the Friday show. You're going to wake up and you say, oh, man, I didn't realize this act was in town. Let me go see. 
You open up the Game Time app. You can get flash deals and last minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. You get seat views from the seats so you know exactly what you're getting. And you have the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all of that. The Game Time guarantee means you get the best price if you find tickets in the same section in row for less game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So check it out. You don't have to plan months in advance. You can get deals on tickets right now up to the day of the event. Buy the tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're all set. The, the tickets go directly to your phone. So you're not that person scrolling through your email going, Oh, I know I have the ticket somewhere. Download the game time app, create an account, use the code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code locked on NBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute ticket, the lowest price guaranteed. Show today is also brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Go play Daily Fantasy the fun way against the projections, not against other people, not against experts, not against people with algorithms. It's you, it's the numbers. And if you can get your two to six players uh, right, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. You can pick those two to six players from just about any sport you can think of. Any sport that you're watching, if you can watch it, there's a good chance it's on prize picks. They've got just about everything. And right now, if you download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com, you can get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit up to $100, whatever that number is up to 100, they will give you that exact number. But you got to use the promo code LOCKED ON at sign up for an instant de deposit match. Check it out. People love it. I think it's a great, a great uh, way to play daily fantasy. Prize Picks app or prizepicks.com. Use the promo code LOCKED ON. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Next week's shows, we will meet Jordan Walsh. We will talk to Jordan Walsh. Uh, we will meet Kristaps Porzingis at some point next week. Uh, you'll get a show about that. Uh, but we've got also next week, we continue our um, roll through the offseason. We will we'll talk about individual players. I don't think we've done Derek White yet. We can talk about him. Uh, we could do a Malcolm Brogdon one because I, he, I don't know what he's going to end up doing. And Lord knows what Brad Stevens has cooking. I'm sure he's got more stuff coming down the road for now. We've got the, uh, Marcus smart trade that brought in Kristaps Porzingis. So Brad, Brad said a couple of things and it's the stuff that you would expect. He said, um, it was really hard. He said, I said, quote, I said at the start of the summer, I thought we needed to balance our roster and looked at the best ways to do that. And that meant we were going to likely lose a really, really, really good player. Um, that's, that's kind of what he, and, and he, we asked him what, what happened? There was the original deal and he just sidestepped that question. What happened with Malcolm Brogdon? Why couldn't you get the Malcolm Brogdon thing done? He sidestepped that question. And the reason you sidestepped that question is to basically not put on the record that you, yes, I acknowledge that we had this deal 
about Malcolm Brogdon. He can't say that because that tells me maybe there's a chance here that they're going to have to come back and keep Malcolm Brogdon. Um, and if that's the case, you can't have it out there that he's uh, he was traded Brad saying this or that. And the other thing, you just can't have all of that out there. So I can understand why he ducked that question. He basically, the way he played it was, he said, yeah, you, part of the plan was you, you got to trade. You got to trade somebody. Somebody good was going away and it had to be Marcus that, you know, he had a, a quick conversation with Marcus smart, um, basically saying, you know, thanks. And, and all of that, the Celtics finally put out, like now that the, the trade became official after the draft, they were able to acknowledge it and put out their thank you on Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, but you know, Brad Stevens kind of characterized it as a tough conversation. Uh, but he also acknowledged that Kristaps Porzingis is going to come in and have a, a big impact here. Um, that is, you know, he said that, that Stevens, I'm sorry, that Porzingis was going to come in and, and, and have a, he can fit with basically any player on the team, any combination of players on the team. Uh, which isn't it? Yeah, I think he, that's true. Like you can play big lineups. You can put him with Al Horford. You can. You can put him with with uh, Robert Williams. You can also put him as your starting center if you wanted to, and play Derek, Jalen, Jason, another smaller guy, a smaller forward, or a wing player, and you could play Porzingis and have Rob come off the bench. That's certainly a possibility there. And Brad kind of hinted. Uh, that as well. I asked Brad about the message and the way I framed the question was, I don't think you make deals to send a message. You don't trade Marcus smart as a message to the team. You trade Marcus smart because you thought this is the best way for us to proceed and uh, make the team better. However, trades do come with messages. There is a message to be processed by the team. I asked him, what would that message be? And he just said, you know, I don't really look at it that way. Um, I think everybody's going to be asked to continue to improve, grow, develop, and be ready to contribute in that role. He just kind of sidestepped the question. But I do think that there's a message being sent. It's the message that I said in yesterday's podcast. It's the message that I wrote about on Boston Sports Journal. The message is to the Celtics that, this is your fault. The message is you guys thought that you were going to get Marcus Smart back. And you guys are just going to make another run. Maybe they were fine with Brogdon going. He's new. He came in one year. That was great. Thank you. Goodbye. We'll shake hands pregame whenever we see, you know, the Clippers. But you can't take returns like that for granted. You cannot take the fact that Smart would come back. You can't, you can't take that for granted because – all of a sudden, the Wizards, with a new front office, say, hey, new direction. And all that means Porzingis is available. And the Clippers, apparently, according to Adam Himmelsbach, didn't feel comfortable trading for Malcolm Brogdon because they couldn't get a physical done in time. Well, okay, you can't get him to a doctor's office. That All of a sudden, the timing is off. Well, that contributes to everything. And then Memphis is desperate to to get some veteran help. 
They might not have wanted Malcolm Brogdon. They wanted Marcus Smart. They like Marcus Smart. They've pursued Marcus Smart before. And if it wasn't for John Morant waving a gun around on Instagram, they might not feel the need to bring in a Marcus Smart type of player. Or they wouldn't feel the need to give two first-round picks for him anyway. So the message to me, Brad Stevens wouldn't say it, but I'll say it. The message is, you guys messed around, and this is this is the mess around and find out. You messed around. You didn't close out Atlanta the way you're supposed to. You didn't close out Philly the way you're supposed to. You end up losing to Miami after a prior playoff run where each series, except for the Brooklyn one, went longer than it was supposed to. That all adds up. And when you have this unique scenario now where Washington decides to blow it up, the Clippers aren't ready to uh, make this deal, and Memphis swoops in and says, Hey, we're kind of desperate. We will we'll give you two first round picks for this guy. And all of a sudden the the good values on the table. Now, a scenario where you thought, "Now, nah, we're not giving up Marcus Smart" becomes kind of have to give up Marcus Smart. And that's the fault of the guys on 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 this roster. Tatum and Brown and Smart himself and all those guys, like I said yesterday's podcast. This is their fault. This is Joe Mazzulla's fault. This is all the guys who are on that team in that locker room who played and couldn't get the job done. It's their fault. You know, and Brad comes in and says, hey, you showed me that you weren't good enough. So if you're not good enough, then what can I do other than make a team that is good enough? And that costs somebody. So if anybody in that locker room, if anybody in that team is pissed off at Brad Stevens, then shut up because the fact is it's your fault. Tatum, Brown. All those guys, if you had played the way you're supposed to and maybe gotten to the finals, maybe win a championship one of these two seasons that you had a trip to the finals and a game seven at home for a chance to get to the finals, take care of your business. This wouldn't happen. Marcus Smart would still be here. So don't be pissed at Brad for doing it. Be pissed at yourselves for putting him in a position to actually have to consider that. So. Brad, Brad's feelings on Marcus is, yeah, you know, Marcus is awesome, but we had to make a deal and he'll, he'll kill it in, in Memphis. He'll be great. And I agree. I think Memphis is going to be good for him. So, um, now we'll, we'll track, we'll track Marcus smart down at some point here. He'll say something at some point. Uh, like I said, next week we'll, we'll figure out, uh, we'll find Jordan Walsh. We'll find Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, they're going to get ready for summer league. So there'll be plenty of content here still going five days a week, Monday through Friday for the rest of this month for the through July. And the worst case scenario in August and September is I go down to three days a week. There's still a ton more podcasting content than you're going to find anywhere else. It's a ton more Celtics talk than you're going to find anywhere else. So make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcasting app. All you everydayers, I'd love to see you in the comment section of the YouTube page. Let me know what you think about this draft, the draft process, Jordan Walsh, what Brad Stevens is talking about when Marcus Smart. Let me know about anything. I would also love it if you shared the podcast. Tell your friends and family. Tell everybody that you meet on the street that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day.